0: Well, it's been a year. It's been a little over a year.
1: It's been a week. It's
0: been over well, since the last podcast. It's been a week. On this server. Oh. We did okay, so we did the podcast <clears throat> last week on a different podcast show, but I don't know if I can get that one to upload right, so we're just gonna pretend that this is the only one we've done in a year. Oh, okay. Hi. Hey, so welcome to the Shays, the Shays Lounge, Shays Lounge? Okay. with Cricket and Thomas. <laughs> So, um, I, oh my gosh, it's so good to be back, though.
1: Yeah, we, get back in the swing of things.
0: We've had a lot happen. Turn that mic, like aim it towards you.
1: Don't tell me what to do. I will tell you what
0: to do, and you will do it.
1: See, I tried, and it didn't work.
0: Well, fix it. Fix it. Shut up! <laughs> Making so much noise right now. Oh my gosh. Bear with us, listeners, dear listeners. There. Okay, that's much better. I can actually hear you now. So welcome to the Shays Lounge. I know we've just gotten off to a rough start. Thank you for putting up with us this long. (laughs) (laughs) So a lot's happened over the last year. Oh my gosh. Um, So I have a different job now. We both do. We both do.
1: Live in a different state.
0: (laughs) Live in a different state. Um, Well, No, we did, the last podcast that we did on the Shays Lounge, we were here. So, um, because that was back in November.
1: Oh, we were here, weren't we? We were here. so okay.
0: So, yeah, so we, we live in a different state. We don't live in Texas anymore, thank God. Or thank whatever deities you want to thank because, holy crap, we fled that state. They're declaring war on certain people down there in that, in that state. We didn't want to be there any longer. And when this opportunity arose to come up here to Arkansas, we just kind of snapped on it and ran. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. So anyway, that's that's what we've done in the last year. And I was um originally the job that brought me up here is actually not the job. It's not my primary job anymore. I'm uh, I'm doing something a little different, but my my new job that I'm doing is rewarding in ways that I can't describe fully. Um I'm a lot happier. I'm not crying myself to sleep at night, which yes, that's exactly what I was doing with my other job. Cause I, you know, I'll just go out and tell you, I was a fleet supervisor for a a rental car company at an airport. And, um, I had zero resources to work with. I was doing everything by myself. I was working six, sometimes seven days a week, 10, 12 hours at a time. Um, not getting any days off the days off. I was taking, I was taking because I was just desperate to get a day off and I was just telling my boss, I can't come today. Like I have to do something other than just be at work. And, um, you know I, there were times when Thomas would would come in there and he would just you know he'd find me crying in the tub <laughs> it was because I wasn't able to handle you know everything that I was facing out there at the airport and i'm still doing that I, i'm still doing that job i'm not the fleet supervisor anymore but i'm still working for the rental car company um but my primary job is doing something completely different um and it's a lot of fun um i get to i'm a i'm a broker um and i get to be a middleman which is not something I thought I'd ever say, <laughs> but being a middleman's fun because you get to connect people that need to connect, and then you get to, you you're you get paid off of. Is, is it? It's not the big. That's the wrong word. What am I looking for? What word am I looking for? I'm sorry. Do what? See, how can I do a podcast when you're not even listening to me? You're over there playing on TikTok. I'm
1: not playing on TikTok. There's something I was looking for. <laughs> All right. Now, what were you saying?
0: I'm saying I'm a broker. I'm a middleman, and right. I get paid off of. The vig, the, the middle, the extra, the difference. Because, like, the customer pays me a certain amount and then I pay the truck a little less and then I get to keep the difference.
1: You have a job where you make money off of people just by making phone calls that the other people yeah. don't want to make themselves.
0: Yeah, um, I serve as a liaison, I guess, between people who don't have their own transportation departments and, and trucks that need work. And uh, it's, it sounds a lot more boring than it is. <laughs> it's, it's basically
1: like, somebody saying, hey, I'll pay you 50 bucks to go do this. And you're like, okay, cool. Give me the $50. And then you turn around and say, hey, come here. I'll pay you 30 bucks if you'll do this for me. Yeah. And you get them to do it. You don't have to do anything.
0: You made 20 bucks. Yeah, I made 20 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> sitting on my butt making phone calls it's awesome (laughs) so anyway that's what i've been doing in the in the last year and the kids are gosh we're gonna have a 15 year old this year has that hit you yet
1: like a ton of bricks every time i think about it oh my
0: gosh that is so nuts he's gonna be freaking 15 yep oh and and today is okay so we're recording on a sunday night it is January I'll tell you the date that we're actually recording this Is January the 8th I'm going to have this release First thing Monday morning on the 9th But on the 9th That will be 11 days 11 days Tell them what happens in 11 days
1: uh, What's today?
0: The 8th So 11 days from the day that we release the podcast
1: 11 days from today Will be the 19th
0: Okay so so 12 days from today
1: It'll be the 20th.
0: And what day is that?
1: January 20th.
0: And what day is that?
1: The day before the 21st.
0: (laughs) You're being deliberately obtuse. I know you know what day it is. (laughs) Come on. I know you know. (laughs) Oh,
1: 16 years.
0: Yep, 16 years. (laughs) I had to show me my wedding ring. <laughs>
1: 16 short, wonderful years.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, the cool thing about it is we've had our ups and downs, and we've had our ins and outs, and we've had our frustrations and happy days, and all kinds of stuff. But the cool thing about us is that we always get back together, and we always talk it out, and we always work to make it better. And I think that's the best thing about it. I love being married to my partner. Yeah, we try. <laughs> I, think we do, I think we do better than just trying. We actually make it work. Now, in five years after I've divorced you, we'll come back to this podcast and, you know, talk about how awful it actually was and how much I hated you the entire 16 years. <laughs> and yeah, I can't even do that with a straight face. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So why am I not
0: surprised? I know, we're we're horrible. We're horrible to each other. But anyway, thank you.
1: We are not horrible to each other.
0: We really are. We're like nice to each other.
1: I'm not horrible to you.
0: I'm not horrible to you either. (laughs) I'm very nice. I'm a delight to be around. The only time I haven't been nice to you is when I was pregnant and I was mean to everybody. That wasn't personal.
1: Yeah, honey, that's the only time. (laughs) I agree. That's right. You know what? That was the only time?
0: Sure. You're so mean. You're just, you're mean to me. You're gaslighting me at this point.
1: That was the only time.
0: <laughs> well, thank you, everybody who's listening, for joining us on our date tonight. I know you have some topics written down that you wanted to talk about. Do you have anything well, special? Well, the first thing I
1: wrote down is the one you made me write down.
0: Oh, I made, oh, I made you write it down. Okay. You you're did. Gonna, you're going to say it like, you're going to put that kind of English on it. I made you write it down.
1: Because you did.
0: I requested that, would you please write it no, down so we didn't you forget No, you wouldn't know, it.
1: please. Because even when you, you said, did you write it down? I'm like, yeah. Well, Are you sure? Because I didn't hear the pen scratching on the paper when I told you to write it.
0: <laughs> well, number one, I don't sound like that.
1: I know it's much worse. I'm trying to <gasps> clean it up for the people here.
0: Oh, you're horrible.
1: I don't know how many curse words we get. And I don't want to use them one up all the way already.
0: We get as many cuss words as we want to get because this is our podcast.
1: Oh. Anyway, you said you wanted to talk about cars.
0: I do want to talk about cars. I
1: talk about but, cars,
0: but be specific. What about the cars did I want to talk about? Do you even remember
1: the ones that are pieces of crap, but they have the high high dollar name tag on them?
0: That is very true. So in my job, See, I pay attention. She didn't think I did. You're gonna have to say that louder so it should, so
1: it. <laughs> I'm not trying to say anything. Uh huh.
0: Uh huh. I
1: didn't. Keep talking.
0: So in my job. Mm-hmm. In my job Mm -hmm. as a rental agent Mm -hmm. for a rental car company that Mm -hmm. I'm not going to name because Uh -uh. I do not speak for them. Uh -uh. And I want to make sure I stay out of legal trouble.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Exactly. Anyway, it's one of the big ones. Um, But I've driven a lot of cars. And you know how people will come in and they'll have like expectations of how a car is supposed to drive... Just, or, I would
1: like a Mercedes, please. Yeah,
0: I'd like a Mercedes. Give me the Maserati. You know, people will come in all the time, Hey, you know, and ask me, hey, what car you got for me? Can I drive the Maserati today? And knowing that we don't have a Maserati, we have, you know, normal cars, like Nissan Altimas and things of that nature. And... Some people will come in asking for luxury cars. We're talking Cadillacs, BMWs, Mercedes, Audis. You know, they're asking for these luxury cars and they want like a better ride, they want better technology, they want just better, 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 better. Leather seats, just all this stuff. In my personal, non-expert opinion, I cannot talk to you about the engines of these cars because I don't know enough about them. I'm not one of these gearheads that can tell you, oh, it's got a 3.6 liter V twin turbo that can go zero to 60 in 0.2 or whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, But what I can tell you is how these cars feel. I can tell you how they drive. I can tell you how they ride. And I can tell you what kind of tech they have in them because that is part of what I have to do on a daily basis. And I can tell you that every single one of the luxury cars that we had, except for one, except for one brand, is an absolute piece of trash. And I don't know why anybody would want to buy them. I freaking hate BMWs. You have no idea. They are the roughest ride of any car out there.
1: The BMWs?
0: Yeah, freaking BMWs. And you wouldn't think they would be, but the 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 suspension is rough. They drive okay if you've ever driven a. Um, Let's say a 2018 no 2015 Ford Mustang or newer, it's got that real stiff front end suspension. That's how the BMWs drive, and I freaking hate them, I hate them so much. Um, let's see, the Mercedes, they don't drive much better than that, they're a little smoother, but um. The Mercedes, I like them because of the way that they feel, the way that the that the seats feel. They're actually a smoother ride. But even though we have all these luxury cars in our fleet, do you know the one car that actually drives better than anything else that we have in our entire fleet?
1: Is this other than the Cadillacs?
0: Other than the Cadillacs.
1: Shit, you told me the other day, that I don't remember what it was now.
0: A freaking Dodge Charger.
1: Dodge Charger, yeah, I knew that. Dodge Charger, never mind, I guessed it right. I'm right, I'm right
0: out of all of the brands and all of the luxury brands and everything that we have in our entire fleet Dodge drives the best out of all of them now I can't comment on the engine I can't comment on the body style I can't comment on whether or not they're the safest car but I'm talking about just in terms of just sheer smoothness of ride and ease of function and just being an all around solid car Dodge Charger or Dodge Challenger if you want the sports car. <clears throat> By far the best ride you'll ever have. And I have driven a Maserati, because we, had you know, I joke about not not having a Maserati out there. We've had a Maserati on our lot before, and I got to drive it. It drove like a BMW. I hated it. It was a piece of shit. And that was a freaking $90,000 car. Brand new, right off the lot.
1: And that one, too, you had your guy that... <laughs> He wanted to make sure it was there the next day so his buddy would see it, so he took the keys home.
0: Yes, he took the keys home. <laughs> and I was like, no, you can't do that. That's the same thing as taking the car home. You can't do that. <laughs> we have had so many people fired up there for going joyriding in these cars, it's not even funny. Like, for I guess for some reason they think that it's okay to just grab one of the cars off the lot and just take it down the street and show it off to their friends. But they're under no legal protection when they have that car off the lot and they don't have a they don't have a, um, a rental agreement for it. So we're not protected. They're not protected. The car is basically stolen at that point. And when they get back, if we if we discover that they've been doing that, they're fired on the spot. And what what this what this guy did was he's lucky he didn't get fired. My uh, my boss at the time thought it was funny, so he didn't fire him. But he could have been. Because, I mean, that's essentially the same thing as taking the car home for the night.
1: Yeah, because, I mean, it technically could have cost the company money if somebody was there to rent it.
0: hmm
1: And you can't rent it. So it was loss of... It, loss of
0: uh... <clears throat> loss of revenue.
1: Yeah, uh, revenue.
0: And uh, what was really funny about that car is that uh, my boss refused to let anybody but managers drive it. He was like, yeah, we're not letting an auto detailer drive this car. <laughs> <laughs> it costs too much money. We're not doing it. But yeah, I was not impressed by the Maserati. Not even a little bit. I can tell you that in our exotics division, we have... Um, is it Range Rovers or Land Rovers? Which one is the high dollar one? I
1: think it's the Range Rover, isn't
0: it? Is it the Range Rover? Anyway. No. Absolute piece of shit. Whether it's the Range Rover Land Rover, I don't know which one it is. They have electrical problems. Don't ever buy one. They will be in the shop more often than they're out of the shop. Because we, we have to get extended warranties on these things. Because the electrical system goes out so much, so often, that they're constantly in the shop. They're horrible. So I, I can't recommend a Range Rover at all.
1: So you talking about that one being a piece of crap. Made me think about that ad that you tell me about the guy had for the car he was trying to sell. It's oh, yeah. The
0: <laughs> I need to find that ad because he was, it's like a used car dealer, and he was doing like one of those. You know, those like those Chuck Testa ads. It's it's kind of those silly. Chuck Testa. Chuck Testa. Um, (laughs) You, I bet you thought this animal was real. No, Chuck Testa. But it was one of those style ads. And he was trying to sell this hoopty of a Jeep Wrangler that somebody had like tricked out. And it just sounded horrible. He drove it up and the front, like the the rear end was kind of dragging a little bit. (laughs) It just sounded awful when he was driving it up. And he jumps out of the car and he's like, whoa doggy! let's sell this jeep he's like this is the biggest piece of shit i've ever seen in my life i don't know why anybody put a roof rack on it. you can't do anything with it this thing will get up 40 miles an hour if you push the accelerator to the floor but come on down and i'll sell it to you <laughs> i was like you know what i almost kind of want to go down there and see what he's got <laughs> right i respect a man who's honest like that
1: thing's a piece of crap. Come buy it.
0: <laughs> well, and there was something else I was going to tell you about my job up there, too, and I can't remember now what it was. Um, I'll remember it It was something about a car. Um, oh, oh, I remember, I remember. So, guess who, and I told you this, but our, our listeners don't know guess who came up to me Friday night trying to rent a car? It was two members of Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Did they get a car they, no? did, they did not get one from us okay. because if it had been up to me, I'd have told them to go fuck off into the sun. But they wanted a they wanted a black Suburban. Somebody had told them that they could rent a black Suburban. They put in the reservation an hour before they came and picked it up and expected us to have a black Suburban waiting on them. They're like, it's for the motorcade tomorrow for Sarah Huckabee Sanders. And when I heard that, like, I was super nice to them because they were super nice to me, you know, and I, I was just trying to, like you know, big customer service and everything else, I really wanted to tell them that they could fuck off into the sun, that I was not going to rent them a car. Because holy crap. But uh, they ended up getting one from uh, one of the other rival car companies. Ah, okay. So they they got a Tahoe. They got a Tahoe. So I was like, because I offered to put them in an Armada. We had a black Armada that was ready to go. Oh, no, it's got to be American made. Whatever. Like, all righty, then. If you hear my watch going off, I apologize. I don't know how to silence it. Um, and
1: sure you do. You take it off and leave it in the other room.
0: Yeah, I could do that, I suppose.
1: Or sometimes I've got everything for
0: you. You're going to have to get closer to the mic for that to pick you up. So I realize sometimes
1: watch- I have to figure out everything for you because you can't do it yourself.
0: I realize you're watching Animal Planet instead of participating in this podcast right now.
1: I'm participating. I'm the one that came up with what you're talking about right now. So just keep going. <laughs>
0: Well, I've I've said my piece about cars. Oh, except for the fact that um, the luxury car brand that I will buy, if I have the choice of any luxury car brand that I can get, Cadillac every time.
1: Yeah, that's a smooth riding car. That is a
0: smooth riding Now, it's your grandma's car, okay? It is your grandma's brand. But Cadillac knows how to make a car. They are comfortable. They've got the tech in them. They're easy to use. You know, for like old people like me, (laughs) they're easy to use. It's a smooth ride. They're a solid, solid car. They last for a long time. Cadillacs are just all around best luxury car brand out there. Absolutely. Hmm. I'll put it up against your Bugatti any day because I guarantee you my ride's a lot smoother and a lot more comfortable than that stupid car that sits on the ground.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I hate cars that ride down low like that.
0: There's somebody that's got one of those Corvettes that looks like a Bugatti out here. Have you seen that one? That white one that drives around here? uh uh-uh. Yeah. Super, super low Corvette. One of those, like, little flat ones that looks like a Lamborghini.
1: Oh, I haven't seen that. Ugly
0: as hell. I can't believe anybody would drive it. And, and you got to look at the... at The windshield is, like, this big. And so you're basically looking through. It's like you've got blinders on. <laughs> I don't understand how you drive that thing. It would be awful. But anyway, okay, that's all I wanted to say about cars. So we have... Moved past the thing I made you write down. Oh, okay. What's your next topic? (laughs) Now that I've monologued for half an hour,
1: I got a quick little joke for you, though.
0: Okay, what's your joke?
1: What do you call a kid that does what you tell them to do the first time?
0: Non existent.
1: I was going to say, I don't know. (laughs) Never met one.
0: (laughs) Never met one either. And, you know, I, I do my best to be as... I was that kid you had to tell 15 times to get him to do something once. Like, that was me. Like I, like, I understand. I get it. But that does not make it any less fucking irritating. What do you
1: mean, kid? You haven't grown out of that shit yet.
0: Exactly. Do You know how long it took me to make my bed every day? I was 40 before I started doing it, and I still don't make my bed every day. Even though my mama told me I had to.
1: I'm talking about trying to get you to do things now is still...
0: That's just because you're asking me.
1: More than one time.
0: If you ask me the the appropriate way, I might do them the first time. You don't ask me in the appropriate I tried way.
1: I say, hey, do this. Hey, will you do this? Honey, please do this. So, What's the proper way? Because none of them work so far.
0: Okay, so you have to go into my phone and create a reminder and an alarm. So that if you want me to remember to do something, or you want to get me to do something, then my little alarm reminder goes off, and then I can't say that I didn't know anything about it. I keep telling you this. No, because
1: then you'd be like, oh, I didn't see the alarm go off. (laughs) You still come up with an excuse. That's what you do.
0: (laughs) It is not an excuse.
1: Oh, I'm sorry, my battery died. Oh, you had that alarm set for six? Yeah, my battery died at 558.
0: And you would know that that was a bald-faced lie because I never let my battery percentage get less than 75%. I'm just saying. I am not an animal, okay? I'm just saying. I am not an absolute psycho. My battery percentage stays above 50%. What happens if the zombie apocalypse happens? You're going to need as much charge on your phone as possible. That's why you never let the gas gas, uh, tank on your car get down below a half. Because, what happens if the zombie apocalypse happens and you have to drive somewhere? You're gonna need as much gas as possible. You can't do it on the quarter tank that you've constantly got in your car, in your truck.
1: So, zombie apocalypse, where are you gonna go?
0: I don't know. Not here. Maybe straight into the zombies because I'm not planning on coming out of that thing alive. I'm not fighting for years and years and years against these stupid zombies. Go ahead and bite me in the neck and let me start eating brains. That seems like a great idea. I won't have any worries. I won't have any cares. I'll just shuffle along looking for brains like you do now.
1: Yes, all right. I do shuffle along looking for brains. And if I ever find any, I'll let you know. <laughs> because around here, I have not found any yet. <laughs> Especially in this apartment. I have not found any. I found you But I hadn't found the brain yet
0: (laughs) Well I think we all already know
1: I bet bet your brain tastes like earlobe meat (laughs) (laughs)
0: Like a McRib
1: (laughs) Made out of earlobe meat
0: (laughs) (laughs) We all already know What decision you have made Or will make if the zombie apocalypse happens Because how many times Have we been running together And you have just left my ass in the street to die you just run off without me, and you're like, are you going to catch up or not? And, and you know, me and my little chunky ass, no, of course I'm not going to catch up, because I, I run like an English peasant, which is to say not very fast and not very far. And you're just like a mile it's ahead of me at this point.
1: Survival of the fittest, hello.
0: Which is why, if a nuclear apocalypse happens, I'm headed for the center, if a zombie apocalypse happens, I'm going for the biggest, baddest zombie, and I'm going to thump him in the forehead.
1: Same. That's why you always, like, when you go out places with a bunch of people, you always got to have that one really slow, fat friend, because you got to have the one that you can outrun. Yeah. I am not the slow, fat one.
0: <laughs> if you hear thumping around in the background, it's because our kid has decided now is the right time. <laughs>
1: you know it always happens this way like we will not see a kid all day long (laughs) but if we decide to do one of these podcasts then they just start
0: they come out of the woodwork. woodwork
1: so like oh hey let me come out like 20 times
0: the dog starts barking the ferrets start making noise we had the ferrets have been sleeping for 18 hours now they've decided nap time is over and they start scratching on stuff. Or the kids come out of their rooms for the first time in two days and now they've started making noise. <laughs> awesome. Just awesome. What's the second topic that you have over there? Cars. No, car- <laughs> we've already <laughs> talked about cars. ka I, uh, I saw him write it down, but I did so. <laughs> Cars like Cars the Movie? Ka-chow.
1: Ka-chow. Well, I didn't know if you wanted to talk any politics or not.
0: I, why not? I mean, there, everything is tangentially related to politics, so there's no harm in bringing it up a little bit. But I don't think we need to discuss all bad, because there's good stuff that's happened, politically speaking, in the last couple of years. And if we talk about the bad stuff that's been happening, I'd like to bring up some of the good, if that's okay with you.
1: Well, yeah. Okay.
0: Well, let me, let me, grab, my, <clears throat> let me grab my iPad, because I made some, uh, I made some notes.
1: Well, if you had something you made notes on, wouldn't it make sense to have that out before we started?
0: It would have, but nothing I do makes sense, so, you know, you can just, um...
1: Back to our last subject, searching for (sighs) brains. So what's... How do I put up with it?
0: I don't know. Is is it because I put out?
1: (laughs) I put up with way more than you put out, so...
0: (laughs) While that may be true, that's not very nice. (laughs)
1: Because if you're trying to balance that scale, oh, <laughs> all the weights on one side.
0: <laughs> well, I can't help it. We see each other once a week. <coughs> it's just one of those things.
1: Yeah, but you make up for the putting up with instead of the putting out part when we do see each other.
0: Yeah, yeah. All right, so let me find my notepad. Here I, we go. Because,
1: like, the. With the whole politics thing, I, I'm waiting to see how long it takes before one of those one of the Republicans in the House calls to have McCarthy removed.
0: Okay, so what has just happened over the last week is that um, the okay, so Nancy Pelosi stepped down as Speaker, so we didn't have a Speaker for. I don't know, a week or so.
1: Well, she stepped down. She voted it. She was voted out.
0: No, she wasn't voted out. She actually stepped down before she was able to be voted out. Um, she she said she was stepping down, and so um, they had kind of an interim person in there. Um, I'm not sure if it was Hakeem Jeffries or if he was like you know doing like the ceremonial part of it or whatever. But uh, Nancy Pelosi wasn't the speaker, um, but they needed a new speaker for this new incoming Congress, and um, Kevin McCarthy was the house minority leader while Nancy Pelosi was majority leader and the speaker and so it was just kind of understood that McCarthy was going to just step into the role of speaker since he was the majority leader well enter the 20 maga republicans like matt gates lauren Boebert, marjorie trader green you know all these little trumpy people who decide that they don't want mccarthy up there because mccarthy spoke out against the January 6th insurrection. Right. And he, he spoke out against Trump. He backtracked and went down there to Mar-a-Lago and kissed the ring eventually, but initially came out and said that these guys were in the wrong. So, right. <clears throat> excuse me. So he was considered to be wishy-washy. Apparently, according to a podcast that I listen to, he's considered to be kind of a dunce in politics, in Washington. like Nobody really actually likes him. He doesn't have any real power. He doesn't have any real knowledge. Um, he doesn't have the type of political cachet that you really need to be a speaker or to be a majority leader, things like that. But he he had the most votes. He had 200 and, 202 votes going into it. Yes. And he needed 218 to become speaker. Well, the most votes he got over a ten-round, two-day session, the most he got was 203. And then it went down to 202, and then it went down to 200. <laughs> like, the end of day two, um, he left with, like, uh, 200 votes, and so he was losing support. Well, one thing that the Republicans were trying to do was to convince some of their compatriots or convince some of the Democrats to vote present as, a, as opposed to voting for somebody. Because if they vote present, their vote doesn't count,
1: some of the Republicans.
0: Yeah, they were trying to get the Republicans to vote present.
1: You said Democrats.
0: And Democrats, yeah. They yeah. were they were talking with both sides to see if they could get them to vote present and lower the threshold. He wouldn't need two eighteen votes, all he would need is two twelve, or all he was needed whatever, whatever, whatever. Well, that didn't happen. So on the last day, um, which was I guess yesterday.
1: I think I guess so.
0: Saturday, Friday or Saturday, anyway, I can't remember. Uh, but they're in round 15 of this voting. McCarthy keeps going back to these MAGA Republicans, these 20 that are holding everybody hostage, and he keeps making concessions. I'll do this if you'll vote for me. I'll do this if you'll vote president. I'll do this for you. I'll do this. For, I'll give you this committee appointment. I'll give you this. I'll Whatever you want. Just please. I'll do anything to get the speakership. And you can see, I don't know if you've seen that video on TikTok of Matt Gates finally going, okay. And then, like somebody's talking to him real close. And you can see Matt, because the guy's like right here in Matt Gates's face. And Matt Gates finally just kind of backs up and goes, all right, okay. And then he walks up to the front and they vote for McCarthy and he, he gets in. So he he said something to Gates. Gates told him, okay, fine, you can have my vote. And then they went back up there and he won. Well... One of the things that McCarthy agreed to is that instead of having however many House members vote to remove the Speaker, now one person can call for that vote. Yeah. McCarthy is not the Speaker of the House. He is a dude with a gavel who stands up at the front. He has zero power. He allowed these 20 Republicans to run roughshod over him until they got everything that they wanted. And now, if he even so much as looks at them cross-eyed, one of them is going to call for a vote to remove, and then we're going to have this whole process all over again.
1: Yep. Now, will they have to have a certain amount of votes to remove him, or a certain amount of votes for him to stay?
0: I think if they call for him to be removed, like, they have to have a new vote to see who's going to replace him, if he's going to stay or not. The way that I understand it, it's like he has to be voted back in, oh, okay. the way I understand it. And if somebody else gets those votes, you know, well, you know, he's out of a job. And uh, <clears throat> the Democrats were, they were, they thought the whole thing, the whole process was hilarious, that the Republicans couldn't get their shit together.
1: I mean, they brought popcorn to watch the show. They brought popcorn. Did you see, what was her, what was her name? Porter? Porter? Porter, Porter, Porter yeah, name? Katie Porter. Katie Porter, Did you see what she was doing?
0: Yeah, she had a book. Tell me what it reading said. Reading a
1: book. What was it? Uh, the Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck or something. Yeah,
0: she was reading it on the health floor. <laughs> <laughs> I freaking love Katie Porter. She needs to run for president one day. Oh, my goodness. That's she is the, the best. That's the whiteboard lady, That's the it? whiteboard lady. Yeah. Yep. If you ever see Katie Porter in front of you and she pulls out that whiteboard, you need to just leave the room because she is about to break you over the coals.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> she, was, she was a teacher. She drives a freaking minivan. She's a single mother. I mean, she's like all of these things. And she won in a relatively red district in California. And like that district, I don't think had gone to a Republican before. I mean, had gone to a Democrat before. And she won these people over. And she keeps getting voted in because everybody freaking loves her. She's great. But she, yeah, she needs to run for president one day. <laughs> Hakeem Jeffries needs to run for president because that speech that he gave the alphabet but, speech the,
1: and that's what was so when I was talking about it, when I first time I heard that I didn't realize that's what he was doing and then somebody's like yeah he actually told them what was what and he went from A to Z literally and I went wait a minute what so I went back and listened to it again and I'm like
0: it's like oh my gosh holy
1: crap he went through every letter <laughs> and when he got to M that was the best part maturity over Mar-a-Lago and people started cheering and laughing <laughs>
0: But I, I swear, he, he had, like, the best cadence. Yeah. He, he, he knows how to speak. He knows gonna, how to speak.
1: He's definitely going to run for president at some point soon.
0: Maybe not in two years, but definitely at some point. We're going to see him in a primary and within the next ten years, I, I'd, I'd be willing to bet. Because he, he had total and complete support by the 212 Democrats that were in that House. Oh, yeah. They voted for him every single time, without question, without hesitation. It was awesome, but yeah, um, it was an absolute shit show on the on the house over the last week. Watching all this mess and just watching the watching the Republicans implode and look like they have no fucking clue what they're doing. And then, oh, did you see uh, Dan Crenshaw got on Fox News and blamed the Democrats for the Republicans not being able to get their shit together?
1: Well, I'm not surprised, but no, I didn't see that.
0: So Dan Crenshaw is the one-eyed guy from Texas, and he got on Fox News, and somebody was asking, well, the Republicans, it doesn't seem like they've been able to get their stuff together. What What do you attribute to that? And he's like, well, it's, you'd almost think that the Democrats had paid him not to be able to do it. I was like, what? Are you literally blaming the Democrats for your party not being able to get their shit together? Come on. You guys will blame anybody but yourselves. You will point the finger at anybody as long as it isn't at you. Yeah, you need to learn to take personal responsibility. The party of personal responsibility doesn't know how to take personal responsibility, and it, it's just the irony is sweet.
1: So, I actually, was talking a little bit about politics at work the other day with one of the guys that works up there because something we never really do. And I said, you know, I before I ever actually got into politics and started paying attention to it. If someone would have asked me if I was a Republican or a Democrat, I would have said, I I think I'm a Republican, more Mm -hmm. or less. That's where I think I fall. And then I did that political test, and I was not Republican.
0: No, you were not. (laughs) Not
1: even close. No, you were not. And then once I actually started paying attention to what each side does and got more educated on what each side does, I'm like, yeah, I'm nowhere near being a fucking Republican. Mm Mm-mm because it's like how can I don't see how a working class person could be a republican
0: because they bought the hype the republicans have a really good pr team right and that that's what they have going for them they've got 50 years of pr behind them since reagan
1: but it seems like that that's like the party for the rich
0: <clears throat> it is
1: and they convince all the other people well, well we like you too but they really don't they don't give a shit about people that make Living paycheck to paycheck.
0: No, they absolutely do not care.
1: Do not give a shit about them.
0: Now, I can tell you, the Republicans don't give much more of a shit, or the Democrats don't give much more of a shit than, about you than Republicans do, but at least they're not actively trying to make your life worse. Right. So I heard them describe this way. The difference between the Republicans and the Democrats is the Republicans are going to, or the Democrats are going to promise to take you to Disneyland. And then something is going to come up, and they're not going to be able to take you to go. And they're going to have excuse after excuse after excuse. We didn't have enough money. I'm so sorry. I wanted to take you to Disneyland. Maybe we'll go to Disneyland next year. And so that's what the Democrats do. You d- you never get to go to Disneyland, but you've always got this promise that they're going to take you to Disneyland eventually. The Republicans promise to take you to Disneyland. Something comes up where they're not able to take you to Disneyland. And then you find out later they went without you. that's the difference between the two parties.
1: I got you. But, you know, we were just talking about different things about it and he was just like, he said, so what do you consider yourself now? And I said, honestly, I think I, I would more consider myself like an independent because I mean, it, it didn't quite work out that way this year, but I'm not necessarily going to vote for somebody based off the letter next to their name.
0: Mm -hmm. But sometimes you have to do that out of just self preservation. Yeah. Because the other guy is so much worse than the guy you're voting for.
1: Well, I I know, but I want to know which one's worse. And I know they're not all, there's no such thing as a good politician.
0: Mm -mm. I'm damn
1: sure not trying to say that.
0: You can't get to that position in life without being a sociopath. It has been proven over and over and over again. And you definitely can't be a president without being a sociopath. Every single one of them has been a sociopath. And in an some way, a habitual
1: liar. If you're going to be a politician, yes. But
0: oh, speaking of, <laughs> go ahead. No, go ahead. No, no, no. you were the one I was going to say.
1: Now you made me lose my train of thought because you, the middle of my sentence, interrupted the beginning of yours. So go ahead.
0: I want to know what you consider yourself. So you're a, you're an independent, who's voting Democrat, because you don't feel like the Republicans hold your ideals. Does that work? Pretty much. Okay. Because I I was a hardcore right wing Republican. Um, well, the first time I ever voted anything but Republican was in 2016, and I've been voting Republican since 1998. Which is when I could first cast my first ballot, and so I've been voting Republican ever since then. And, and the first time I ever voted anything but Republican was twenty sixteen.
1: I didn't vote at all in twenty sixteen.
0: I know, uh, and that's how that's how he got into office. It's because people were just like, "Well, I can't vote for her, but I don't want to vote for him, so I'm just not going to vote." And that's 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 why we ended up with Trump. But. <clears throat> You know, you got to look at because there, there are people like you, who don't really define themselves as anything, came out in mass to vote for Joe Biden because they knew the alternative was worse.
1: Yeah, well, we learned our lesson.
0: Let's hope, my goodness, because honestly, Donald, uh, uh, Joe Biden is not a good candidate. <laughs> He's like one of the worst candidates they put up in the last little bit. He's such a milk toast, white bread, like non progressive.
1: So that's why I think they should have to put you have a minimum age limit to be president, which is 35, and I think about 55 should be the maximum age limit.
0: I agree. We should not have these octogenarians running things.
1: So we should not have all these old white farts. No. I there
0: agree. There should be an age limit. I agree. And I think if you're going to hit the age limit at any point during your presidency, you're not allowed to run.
1: mm mm-hmm. Mhm. You can't be oh, you can be 55 and you hit, you know, you turn 56 the day after. Oh, no, I was 55 mm-hmm. when I came in.
0: Too bad, you're 56, you don't get to run. Yeah. You don't get to you don't get to govern. Some I was listening to a podcast the other day and they were talking about people who were in in the in the, the house and the Senate and stuff like that. They said especially for houses, for for the house, makeup Instead of having these people that have to run every two years, make it like jury duty. Oh, now it's your year to be in Congress. So now you have to take a year off work and be in Congress and you're going to have to do things for a year and then after that year is up somebody else is going to go do it and it's going to be a random lottery and we never know going to we're never going to know who's going to be in there it might be an 18-year-old one day it might be a 75-year-old the next day it's just going to be some god, random joe
1: god everything is so <laughs> screwed up
0: could it be any worse than now because you got to think these are going to be blue collar people that go up there that try to make change
1: Well, see that made me think about i saw <laughs> the thing is talking about they should do the like one year, they need, they need like, every other year... Like, they have the Olympics, like the Summer Olympics every four years, right? Right. Well, they need to have them every two years. And on the... You know, that like, one year, like, in, say, 2024, they have the regular Summer Olympics, right? Right. And they're not going to have that regular one again until 2028. Right. But in 2026, they still need to have the Summer Olympics, <laughs> but it's completely random people. <laughs> like, you just get this letter in the mail and say... Hey, bro, you got to show up over here, you're going to be in the pole vault, <laughs> you know, and you, and it's like, Drew, dude, you got to go, you know, and it's just like, okay, well, you're in the 400 meter hurdle, and they're like, dude, I can't jump over that shit, but just regular people, just
0: regular people? have to show
1: up diving and shit like that, <laughs> doing like the dives, you're like, is Cannonball like an event? <laughs> the biggest splash wins, you know? But just regular people, like, even, like, gymnastics and everything is just complete. Uh, imagine what ice skating would be if Oh, my gosh.
0: People. That would be great.
1: You know, hockey. You know, have them out there playing basketball. The or,
0: luge. Can you imagine the luge with, like, a normal person?
1: In the bobsleds. <laughs> They'd
0: be, like, scooting down the little thing.
1: <laughs> but slow this bitch
0: down. <laughs> now, I want to see the opposite of that. I want to see that. I definitely want to see that. But I want to see the opposite of that. Everybody's like, oh, we don't need drugs, and we don't need performance-enhancing drugs, and the Olympics are in all these. Fuck that. Juice them to the gills. I want to see how high this dude can jump. Like, I want to see. That pole vault is is 15 feet. I want to see when I'm hit 25. I want to see him just like, Uh.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that, that, I want to see these guys prank well, the but gills. That, that would be the Olympics that I would damn sure make sure I watched, I recorded. <laughs> Alright now y'all, we got Bubba over here from Texas. <laughs> he's going to put on him on this little ski board thing and he's going to go on this little half pipe looking thing and we're just going to hope he makes it to the end without dying. <laughs> <laughs> a,
0: that, I, would, I would watch the crap out of those Olympics. That'd be awesome. <clears throat> but we are okay, so we we were talking about um <clears throat> kind of the shit show that's been in Congress. Can I talk about the good stuff that Joe Biden has done so far?
1: Why are you asking? We already talked about that.
0: Well, I want uh, to th- that's the next thing I want to talk about. Um so sometimes I think amidst all of the consternation and all of the bullshit surrounding politics, we forget that sometimes politicians do good things, and they do things to benefit people. And ultimately, that is supposed to be their goal. They're supposed to be benefiting us. And the Biden Harris administration or the yeah the Biden Harris administration has actually done some really cool things that I think we should talk about. Um, they signed the Inflation Reduction Act which is supposed to help control prices and help control the economy. And it's supposed to help keep normal, working-class people from being just eaten alive by inflation. So that's going to be a help. Um, They have raised taxes on corporations and billionaires, which is something that hasn't been done since uh, Reagan lowered them in the 80s. Because, okay, so like back in the 70s, the 60s and 70s, you know what our our, um, top tax rate was for like millionaires and billionaires? No. 90%. That's how we got so much infrastructure done. Corporate taxes were a lot higher. Personal individual income taxes were a lot higher if you made a whole crap ton of money. And we were able to do the type of infrastructure stuff that you haven't seen since the 60s and 70s. And Ronald Reagan came in and slashed everything to 25%, lost the country a bunch of revenue, and now we can't do anything because we just don't have the money to do it. Um, Oh, here's a good one. The Biden-Harris administration signed a bill, and and, and it's not just the Biden-Harris administration. This is also Congress working together to get this stuff done. They've capped senior spending on prescriptions. It caps insulin at $35 a month for, for people on Medicare and Medicaid. That's awesome. That's yeah. never been done before because you know how expensive uh, insulin can be. Um, let's see. Oh, sign the CHIPS Act, which is um, the Chips and Science Act. It accelerates semi- semiconductor manufacturing in the United States, so it brought jobs to the United States. And you know that chip shortage we had during COVID because we had the supply chain shortage?
1: Right. Well, they, they're they're building a plant in, what is it, Iowa? Idaho? Something mm-hmm. like that?
0: And he, he signed a bill that would allow them to do that a whole lot easier. He, he, he just basically was pumping money into these into these organizations and into these corporations. And it's supposed
1: to be like the biggest chip manufacturing plant in the world.
0: Yeah, and they brought all that stuff home because they were manufacturing them in China. And that all those jobs came here, which is excellent. That's excellent for the economy. Um, let's see... Oh, the bipartisan bill, the Safer Communities Act, which is supposed to help with policing and things like that for uh, communities. Um, The under-21 enhanced background checks for buying weapons. They closed the boyfriend loophole. That's good. Which is very good. Um, Explain
1: what the boyfriend loophole is. The
0: boyfriend loophole is... Okay, so right now, if you have a conviction for domestic violence against your wife you cannot own a firearm. Right. If you are not married to this person, that doesn't count. You can still own a firearm because you were not married to the person that you were abusive toward. Right. They've closed that loophole. If you are convicted of a domestic violence, anything, you cannot own a firearm. Good. Now, in my opinion, if you are accused of it, they should take all of your guns. But I realize that violates the Fourth Amendment... They will never do it.
1: If you're accused...
0: If you, are accu- if you are credibly accused of physical violence towards your partner, whether you're male or female, you need to lose the right to have your weapons until they can sort it out. Because that's when people get killed. Yeah. in between when they get arrested for domestic violence and when they actually get convicted for it. That's when people die. Um, <clears throat> ban on ghost guns, more funding for mental health oh ended the troop deployment in Afghanistan. Now, credit where it's due. Trump is the one that signed that into 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 law where they were going to bring back the troops from Afghanistan. Um they planned the they planned the exit of the troops from Afghanistan to happen in the first few months of 2021. So either Trump was going to be over it in the middle of in the first of his second term or the new president was going to have to deal with it. Well, it fell on Joe Biden's shoulders to do what Trump had already done. And he had two choices because what Trump did while he was in office is he went to the Taliban. He went around the Afghanistan government and met directly with the Taliban and made a deal with them to get troops out of out of uh, Afghanistan. Right. And the Afghani government was just kind of sitting over here like... uh What are we, chopped liver? Like, hello? Like, you're, you're, this is a fascist group that you are talking to that doesn't run the country. Why are you talking to them? You need to be talking to us. But Trump made this deal with them. They had to abide by it, yada yada. So, it fell on Joe Biden's shoulders to actually make this happen. And it was an absolute shit show. But it got everybody out. He had two choices. He could either go through with Trump's original plan and get all the troops out by a certain date, or he could tell the Taliban to go fuck themselves and he could go make a new deal with the Afghani government. He chose to not do that. He chose to honor what had already been there because, honestly, if you make a deal with somebody, even if it's the, the former guy that did it, it's going to make the United States look really wishy-washy if you back if up yeah. on it. So he kind he was kind of stuck. He really needed to stick with it. So it was an absolute shit show getting everybody out, but he managed to get everybody out as few casualties as possible. It's the best case scenario under what could have happened. It could have been a lot worse and it wasn't. So props to him. Um, <clears throat> he strengthened the Violence Against Women's Act. Um, oh, 500 million COVID shots in arms. That's an accomplishment. He got a hundred million of them in a 100 days. No, two hundred million of them in a hundred days. Well, he
1: said his, he, his goal was a hundred million in a hundred days, and everybody was like, "Yeah, whatever," and he did it in like sixty-five days or something like that. Yeah,
0: he did it real quick. Um, and then and then he was over sending out some relief checks, which Trump is the original guy that did the relief checks. So props where it's due. I, I've got a. I'm I'm not going to say that everything that Trump did was all bad because nobody's all bad or all good. He did some good things by sending out checks. He was an asshole about it because he wanted to make sure his his name was on the front of every single one of them. So it actually delayed getting the checks out by like two months. But props where it's due. He got some checks out to us. It's fine.
1: Damn. I should have done. Framed it? Nope. What? You know, you can do your picture and post it. Yeah. But then I could have actually taken that check that had his name on it and wiped my ass with it.
0: Yep. You could have done that. You definitely could have done that. Done like a, like a mobile deposit of the check. Mm-hmm. And then just use the actual check to just wipe your ass. Take a picture of it, send it back to him.
1: Make sure I got <laughs> turd smear right across his name and send it back to him.
0: Oh, the greatest job growth in recent history. 6.5 million jobs since he got into office. That's amazing. Our unemployment is the lowest that it's been in like 10 years.
1: Now, granted, those numbers are kind of buffed a little bit, I think. That, I think they are, Because it's people too. coming back from COVID.
0: Yeah, <laughs> so. it, it is. It is. But it, but it still counts. Uh, unemployment's under 4%. Now, unemployment numbers are a bunch of bullshit because <laughs> it doesn't count people who are no longer looking for work. Yeah. So those numbers are a lot higher. But the official unemployment number is under 4%. Um, Passed the bipartisan infrastructure law and my favorite... Nominated and appointed the first black woman to the Supreme Court. Yeah. That was a good get. That was, And she is probably, honestly, the most qualified justice that we've ever had up there. I know she's more qualified than Justice Beerbong. And I know she's a hell of a lot more qualified than Justice Kingdom of God. I don't know. Just, uh, Kavanaugh is Justice Beerbong. And Kingdom of God is uh, uh, Coney Barrett. Oh. Yeah. We have nicknames, uh, mean little nicknames for all of them.
1: She seemed like she was kind of a dumbass.
0: She is a dumbass. That's the problem. But she is a useful dumbass because she's going to do everything that Trump tells her to do. And it, <clears throat> I don't wish harm on anyone, but let's just say there's a couple of people on the Supreme Court that if, let's just say... Were not around tomorrow I would not cry over I think that's a fair statement yeah. and, and that shouldn't get me into too much legal trouble Because <laughs> I'm not wishing harm on anybody I'm just Maybe they have an unfortunate accident
1: like to repeat a TikTok that I saw it Said sad news this morning Coming out of Mar-a-Lago in Florida Trump, at the age of whatever, was found in his room, still alive.
0: Aww. (laughs) (laughs) That is very sad news. (laughs) So those are the good things that the Biden-Harris administration have done over the last two years. And they did them in conjunction with Congress. There was a lot of bipartisan support for the stuff that they did. So it wasn't just the Democrats getting it done. There were actually some Republicans who crossed the aisle and worked with them, and that's good. That is always good, especially considering that for the last two years the Republicans have decided that their only answer to everything is "No, we're not doing you. We're not doing that with you." Like it doesn't matter what it is, like the, mm-hmm. like the uh, the the uh, um the insulin capped, capping the insulin at thirty five dollars. Okay the democrats put a bill to cap insulin and the republicans are like well we're not voting for that it's got too many writers on it all right fine i don't agree with writers in congress me and matt gates are on the same page on this one <laughs> gross i need a shower now we need clean bills in congress so that we know what we're voting for so that we're not putting forth all these amendments and blah 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 so that's what the republicans said they wanted to happen or they were not going to vote for this capping of insulin. So the Democrats said, okay, called their bluff, put down a clean bill that was only about insulin, had zero riders, had anything, it was a four-page bill, had zero anything in it except insulin's only going to be $35. That's all it said. And the Republicans still voted against it, every single one of them.
1: Because they don't want to give the win to the Democrats.
0: They don't want to give the win to the Democrats. It's all about winning for them. It has nothing to do with helping you as the American people, has everything to do with winning. It's bullshit.
1: And they've already said they're going to come in and gut Medicare and Social mm-hmm. Security. Yep. But I, and there's a lot of things that that they say they're going to do. They're not going to be able to do because it's not going. To, it's not going to make it through both houses. So
0: no, because because uh, the Senate is still controlled narrowly by the Democrats. Uh, Cinema decided that she's not a Democrat anymore. She's an independent. And the only reason she did that was so she wouldn't be primaried. Because now she can't be primaried because if she is, it's going to split the ticket. It's going to split the vote. And the Republican will win. So they know she knows her job is safe now because she can't be primaried. But she's going to caucus with the Democrats and she'll be a Democratic vote on some stuff. But she is a wishy-washy little son of a bitch and wouldn't cry over her either. Oh, are we going to talk about George Santos?
1: Oh, the guy that flew the planes in the Civil
0: War? (laughs) So, you know that politicians lie about everything? We know that politicians lie, right? I mean, it's just kind of par for the course. And politicians are supposed to lie. But the lies that this man has told are so varied and breathtaking that it brings lying to a whole new level of just tomfoolery and fuckery. And <laughs> holy crap, only I have never, ever in my life seen somebody who has lied about literally everything. He lied about his background. He lied about where he grew up. He lied about who his grandparents are. He lied about when his mother died, because apparently she died two different places in two different times. Um, he lied about being half black, he lied about being Jewish, he lied about his grandparents surviving the Holocaust, he lied about working for Goldman Sachs, he lied about working for, is it Merrill? I think he he lied about that as well.
1: Well, he didn't say he was Jewish. He said he was Jew-ish.
0: Jew-ish. <laughs> Which I'm pretty sure is kind of a hate crime. <laughs> it's kind of a, like a light hate crime. Um...
1: Lied about where he went to school. Lied
0: about where he went to school. Lied about lied about owning fifteen properties. Um he was supposed to be like this big successful real estate guy. It turns out he was living in his mom's apartment, which they got evicted from. So he didn't own fifteen properties. He he, he didn't even he wasn't even paying rent on the one they were living in because they got evicted. Um He is calling this a resume embellishment he said everybody lies on their resume, and that's what he that's how he's excusing this um we're not even a hundred percent sure that George Santos is his real name. oh oh, he's wanted for check fraud in Brazil, and now that Brazil knows where he is, they're coming after him,
1: yeah. Well, uh, yeah, because you said we're not even sure if his real name because when they were calling him out, calling his name to vote, somebody yeah. had to like, hey, 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 it's you. And he's like, yeah. oh, wait, wait, yeah, okay.
0: Yeah, they called him. They called him twice, loudly, Santos, 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 like, repeatedly called him, and the guy next to him had to, like, tap him on the shoulder and was like, hey, that's you. And he's like, oh, shit, and then voted. It's like, what the crap? but he he's lied about like literally everything. It's just a breath of, like I thought Trump was a fantastic liar. And I don't mean fantastic like he's good at it because he's terrible at it. I mean just fantastic Here's in that one. everything's lies. But George Santos
1: he lied on about a house omnibus spending bill. Uh-huh. This past Wednesday morning, his website claimed that he voted no or nay, on the House Abundant Spending Bill. Uh-huh. That he voted against it.
0: He wasn't in Congress when they passed that.
1: That vote was back on December 23rd. He wasn't even there.
0: That's what I'm saying. He wasn't in Congress. But his
1: website says he voted no on it.
0: I didn't know about that one. Till you just... <laughs> There's going to be a movie one day and it's going to be called The Lies of George Santos. He's been
1: caught embellishing his congressional resume falsely claiming that he cast a vote against the ominous budget on December 23rd. But he wasn't a congressman at the time except in his own imagination.
0: Oh my gosh. He's lied about his mother dying in 9-11. He's lied about being half black. He's lied about being half Jewish. Having Jewish ancestry. Um... What, what are you are you looking up some of the other stuff that he's lied about? Mm-hmm. Um. <clears throat> oh my God! I just I've never seen anybody just invent themselves out of whole cloth. He is the definition of fake it till you make it. Oh oh, and and he could be in some serious serious trouble too because he apparently loaned his own campaign seven hundred thousand dollars. Well, nobody's really a hundred percent sure where this money came from because kid does not have $700,000 like he just does not have that kind of money lying around right well he said he got it from the corporation that he owns the problem is if his corporation loaned his campaign $700,000 that is in direct violation of campaign finance reform or campaign finance laws because you can't Like, you can do personal loans to a campaign of however much you want. But corporations have a strict limit of how much they're allowed to send. And $700,000 ain't it. It's a lot lower than that. So he could potentially be in a lot of trouble. And I think the the Republican um, attorney general in the district where he ran in New York, uh, she's a Republican... But she's looking into him to find out if he could be prosecuted under fraud laws. Because, you know, it's legal to lie. You you can tell as many lies about yourself as you want. But the problem is, when you lie specifically to get something from somebody, like money or votes or a job, you can be convicted for fraud if you're defrauding somebody. And this, I mean, this is pretty textbook. He's defrauding people to get something.
1: Yeah. Here's one that I thought was kind of shitty and funny at the same time. That uh, technically he and I can make the same claim. Okay. And they're both technically true, but how you word it is how it how it's portrayed.
0: Well, technically correct, as we all know, is the best correct. So
1: I'm gonna make a statement that is correct. And but it's a statement that he also made. Okay. My my grandparents survived the holocaust.
0: Okay, explain. Explain uh, how that's technically true.
1: Well, my grandparents did. Uh, they survived the holocaust. Now granted, they were nowhere near the shit. <laughs> Neither were his grandparents. But he was making a claim that his grandparents survived this holocaust and encampment stuff. But technically they survived the holocaust. But... They were like over in Europe somewhere. They were nowhere they were, near. It.
0: They were Brazil, I think.
1: They were nowhere near where this shit happened.
0: <laughs> nowhere near it. I mean, I guess surviving is the same. It's the same thing as surviving if you're not even in the same country where it happened. I mean, uh, technically, <laughs> so dumb.
1: I mean, it's like saying, hey, that big, uh, the you know the the flood that happened real bad in uh, Louisiana. Uh huh. I barely did it, but I survived that.
0: (laughs) He survived it by being in Texas. (laughs) Oh, my God. I just, I can't wait to see the number of lies that he comes up with. I really don't, because it's it's just, it's breathtaking. Just the number of lies. He, He has invented himself out of whole cloth. He is the very definition of fake it till you make it.
1: Here's a quote from him. I never claimed to be Jewish, Mr. Santos told the Post. I am Catholic. Because I learned my maternal family had a Jewish background. I said I was Jew-ish.
0: <laughs> you can only say that if you're half Jewish. And even then, it's a little iffy. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> that's bordering on some racial stuff. <laughs> my God. Oh. Alright, we are... Oh my gosh, we're over an hour. We've talked for over an hour. This hour went by so fast.
1: Here's the one we talked about his Oh, uh, my mom died in 9/11. Oh wait. No she didn't. She died over here. I I misspoke earlier. <laughs> it's like whatever he went, he just made it to where he could identify with the people there.
0: Yeah. He he's he's like um He's, he's kind of like He's kind just of like... took it to a new level. Well, he's kind of like Forrest Gump, except he was never actually there. But you know how Forrest Gump was just kind of... They inserted him in the movie into these famous situations. He's like the Forrest Gump pay. of that. Yeah, he's like the Forrest Gump of that. And he may also be brain damaged. I don't know. <laughs> oh, and he was making the white power symbol when he got uh, voted in. And look... I realize that this means okay. But when a large number of people take a symbol that doesn't mean something and start to use it in a way that makes it mean something terrible, you can no longer use it in that benign way anymore.
1: The original context.
0: The original context doesn't apply anymore when bigots have taken it over. The same way that the Nazi swastika used to be a symbol of peace. Is still a Buddhist symbol of peace But you cannot use it because the Nazis have tainted it And you cannot remove that taint And the same thing goes with the OK symbol Because of the fact that it has been co-opted by white power You cannot remove that from it anymore And it's no longer a safe symbol to use Unless you're in those communities So if you're throwing up the OK symbol You need to stop because it doesn't mean what you think it means It is a white power symbol yeah. And he he was throwing that up when he got when he got uh, sworn in. It's 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 with your wish with your left hand. W P.
1: If I hold it like this, it's a W.P.
0: Well, if you do it like this, it's the one where you have to look at it.
1: Uh, <laughs> but since I did it, I get to hit you. <laughs>
0: There was something else I wanted to talk about tonight, and I can't remember what it was. But we'll have to we'll have to talk about it maybe. later. You'll
1: think about it after we stop.
0: I really will. <laughs> I that's okay. I think we've had a good conversation tonight.
1: Yeah, we actually had a conversation this time. That's better.
0: Yeah, it really to get was. Get back in
1: the groove of things.
0: It was like having a little date night. And I and and thank you, listeners, for coming along on our little date night. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. <laughs> All right. So, um, do you have a Twitter you want to plug? Do you have? Nope. So Thomas doesn't have any socials. Um, he is on Xbox, and he plays Call of Duty, so if you can uh, track him down there, you know, go for it. He is also on TikTok, but he doesn't make any videos, but he features in mine sometimes. So I have I have several socials that I want to, uh, if you want to contact that's wrong, by me. the way.
1: I don't play just Warzone, Call of Duty. I play Destiny still.
0: Yeah, and he plays a, a couple of games. But you mostly play Call of Duty. Well, yeah. Cause it's fun. I play Call of Duty too.
1: I haven't been playing much Call of Duty lately because I've been wa- been hooked on going back through and watching Game of Thrones again.
0: Oh, I know. Well, Game of Thrones is awesome. We didn't even talk about House of the Dragon this time. We need to talk about that. And I don't. I want to rewatch it. It was that good. I hope it maintains. Cause yeah. it's really good.
1: I want to watch it again just so I can pick up the spot where uh, uh, Melisandre is in there.
0: Yes.
1: Cause I didn't. I didn't know she was in the. Original.
0: I didn't know until I saw a TikTok about it.
1: Yeah. when I saw it, I was like, <sighs> I, was like oh, I gotta Melisandre. go back and watch it down so I can watch for
0: her. Yeah. She's just, she's just like a, a normal little servant girl. Yeah. Just kind of. in the background. Just in the background. But I wondered why they, because I did, that I had that thought during that episode. I was like, why are they showing her? Because they showed her in the camera and it, it hesitated on her for a minute. And, I, and it, it didn't occur to me that that was the same actress that played Melisandra but I wondered why they were highlighting the servant girl. And I yep. was like, that, that's weird. That clearly means something. I just didn't know what. But anyway, my socials. So, you know, I'm at Shea on Twitter for as long as that shit show lasts. We hadn't even talked about Elon Musk. We need to talk about him next week um, and the shit show that is Twitter. But as long as Twitter lasts, I am on Twitter at Cricket Shay. Um I am on Mastodon, and if you will give me a second, I will look up the my... the hell is Mastodon? So Mastodon is supposed to be a... Alternative to Twitter, it's an open source program um, that functions a little bit like it's kind of a kind of like Facebook meets Twitter, Um, but it's an open source, it doesn't cost anything, it doesn't use advertisers. Um, If you host your own server on Mastodon, you actually have to pay for it. So, in this type of um, cost model, you would have to have like patrons help you pay for it because the bigger the server, the more you're paying. Um, so you would need to have people like, you know, send you a buck a month or something like that to kind of help you. Hmm. That's the it's cost, but I'm on Mastodon. Um, it's at cricket Shea at Ohi, which is O H A I dot social. So you can find me on, uh, Mastodon as well. Um, I am also on TikTok at cricket Shay, and I have a new channel that I'm, uh, talking about trends, uh, transgender issues, um, specifically with, um, kind of the focus of how to be the parent of a transgender person. Right. It's called the Transparent Transparent. The Transparent Transparent. So, um, that's how you look me up on, uh, TikTok. You put in the Transparent Transparent, there's two T's right there in the middle, in between Transparent and Transparent. Um so you can look me up, you can message me anywhere. If you have my phone number, shoot me a text because I love hearing from people. And if you don't have my phone number, you know, I'm I'm not afraid to give it out. I don't care. <laughs> I have one of those jobs that random people contact me all the time, so it's yeah. it's not a big deal to get contacted over stuff like this. So
1: Which I think is kind of bad. I don't think you need to be giving everybody your phone number. I mean <sighs> Well
0: that's, that's 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 my work phone number. <laughs> But anyway, if you have my phone number, feel free to reach out. If you have my socials, feel free to reach out. Uh, if you need to get a message to uh, Thomas, I will get one to him for you, and we can go that way.
1: See <laughs> so which one? Which? Oh, you don't give it. Okay, I'm thinking about your street corner phone number. That's your other one. Okay, that's my other phone. Okay,
0: I don't give that one out. Okay, you have to know somebody. You have to know somebody who knows somebody to get that number. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs>
1: That's the one you find on the bathroom stall.
0: That's right. And Thomas (laughs) is the one to put it there. (laughs) All right, so we're going to bring it to a close. For a
1: crazy good time.
0: For a crazy good time, that's right. Emphasis on the crazy. Uh, Thank you guys so much for joining us. Thank you for sticking with with us for this long during this podcast. Thank you for joining us on our date night. Come back and see us. We're going to do one of these a week, and I hope that you will be joining us every week. We'll be back we back we love you guys